0: Well, you thought you were done up with us. You thought we were gone. But actually, surprise, we're here. And we're here to do a little pre-show, a little predictions Ooh. for the 95th Academy Awards. Mm-hmm. So, uh I got all the nominees here, Jason. Are you excited? Have you seen a bunch of these? I, less than I wanted. Yeah. Unfortunately. Mm-hmm. So, I do want to remind the audiences
1: at home, last year on our official Oscars prediction thing, we got two wrong, and those were technical errors. Yeah, we basically hundred percented the last Oscars, yeah. so we'll do it again this year, yeah.
0: guaranteed. Totally. Uh, there are a few that I haven't seen yet so far. Uh, notably, I haven't seen All Quiet on the Western Front, Elvis and uh triangle of status or women talking those are on my list especially like easy ones to watch like all quiet and elvis which are now on streaming i'll have to get to those i didn't really think i would want was going to watch elvis because it's Lerman, and now post season three i know definitively that i'm not a big fan of his style <laughs> so i was kind of actively avoiding that um but there are a few snubs that I wanted to note and that I think a lot of people have noted already for this. So we'll go through the nominees and we'll just talk about them as we go. Uh, So the nominees for best visual effects are all quiet on the Western front avatar, the way of water, the Batman black Panther, Wakanda forever and top gun maverick. I think that's fine. I think Avatar is just going to win. You haven't seen Avatar, have you? No, okay. but like, I know it's going to win. Yeah. That's not really a tough one. Pretty definitive. Best film editing. The Banshees of Inisherin, Elvis, Everything Everywhere All at Once, Tar, and Top Gun Maverick. I feel like whatever is closest to best picture is probably going to win that. And I'm going to say it's going to be everything everywhere all at once.
1: I'd agree. There's a lot. That one has a good mix of good editing and a lot of editing yeah, that went into it.
0: True. I think Top Gun also has some really good editing. Uh, Tar, I think, was just in here in because it's a well-reviewed movie that the Academy really liked. Clearly, Elvis, I think, is also a case if, you know, if Baz Luhrmann does his usual thing, that is probably the most editing. Oh, by far. So, by a mile. yeah, uh, i feel like it'll be everything everywhere. That's my prediction, yeah. but uh, that uh I think that'll be a tell. We'll probably know by this point if Everything Everywhere is going to win Best Picture, but Best Costume Design, Babylon, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, Elvis, Everything Everywhere all at once, and Mrs. Harris Goes to Paris. Um Again, I feel like Everything Everywhere was in there because it was just the nominee that people liked the most. I yeah. don't think it's going to win here. I would actually like to see Babylon because I think they did a really good job with the costumes in that and there was it's similar in a way to Moulin Rouge where it was just a lot of costumes yeah. so a lot of work went into there I think that's probably what's going to take it but Ruth Carter has one for Black Panther before and so that could also take that.
1: I was going to say gut feeling. I haven't seen a lot of these. I feel like this is the one where you can throw Marvel a bone and I don't know as much where else you can do that. So Mm. I I wouldn't be shocked if Black Panther won this one. Yeah. But I haven't seen Babylon.
0: I don't know anything Mm. about it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I feel like there's another spot where they're going to throw Black Panther a bone that we'll get to a little bit later. But my prediction is going to be Babylon. I could see it going to Elvis or Black Panther, though. I don't see it going to everything everywhere. Um, Best makeup and hairstyling all quiet on the Western front. The Batman, Black Panther, Wakanda forever, Elvis and the Whale. Uh, I like these picks. I think a lot of them had a lot of great makeup, especially the Batman when you consider Colin Farrell looked like not Colin Farrell. Like a goddamn monster. <laughs> yeah, and even the edgy um, black makeup that's on the Robert Pattinson half the time is really fun and good. Mm-hmm. But then I consider the whale and just the big suit that Brandon Fraser was wearing. It's a really realistic prosthetic. And I think they did a good job on that, but I feel like that is their one trick. The, yeah, and I was trying was to think kind of like
1: it. everyone else is a normal person, so yeah. like there's no real other makeup going on that's noticeable.
0: Yeah, and I know in Elvis that there is points where he's like heavier and has to have a lot of prosthetic makeup as well. So that possible that's possible. Uh, I want to give it to the Batman here, just because I really liked how they made Colin Farrell look. And yeah, so I could. I could see that going to the Batman, but I could also see it going to Elvis. I don't think it'll go to the whale. I think mm-hmm. there's people think it might go to the whale because mm-hmm. of uh, Brandon Fraser's outfit, but I feel like it'll go to one of those. It could go to All Quiet. I'm sure they have lots of makeup in there, but I'm, I'm kind of in the dark with this one. My pick is the Batman. Yeah, I'll
1: second that one, um, but I don't know. I don't know anything about All Quiet in the rest Western front. Yeah. Um, and I will say, Robin Pattinson's makeup has been done before, <laughs> yeah. notably uh, by My
0: Chemical Romance in every music video. <laughs> so it's it's a tough one to say if that's a lock or not. Yeah. Best Cinematography. All Quiet on the Western Front, Bardo, Elvis, Empire of Light, and Tar. I kind of expected that Roger Deakins would get in for Empire of Light, even though it's not a very well-reviewed movie. Haven't seen that one yet. I also haven't seen Bardo, but that is also one that was from uh, Alejandro Iñárritu that it seemed on earlier on paper that it might be a Oscar hit, but it was actually not. Uh, that still has yet to come out. I think I think it's on Netflix maybe now, but um, I haven't checked that one out. But I'm sure if it's an in movie, it probably looks beautiful. Egregious snubs, though, in this category. Both the Batman and Top Gun Maverick absent. I thought for sure both of those were going to be in. Uh, I actually couldn't imagine it without them because Mm -hmm. I thought for sure either one of them would win Uh, Top Gun just because of what they did with the Jets and how they were like a lot of that movies visual and uh, excitement comes from the fact they are able to see the actors in real planes and the achievement that they made there Mm -hmm. is like incredible. And so I was shocked to not even see it nominated. Yeah. Um, for that, though, I might give it to All Quiet just from what I have seen of it. Uh, it does look like a quite a beautiful movie, but I wouldn't put it past them to give it to Roger Deacons as well. But also they haven't they didn't give it to Roger Deacons for a while. So I'm going to go with All Quiet. That's going to be my pick.
1: I honestly don't know anything about any of these movies. <laughs> yeah. um, I haven't seen any of them. So I think that um, Ch- Bardo <laughs> sounds like a clown name. I yep. think that's going to get best cinematography. Okay, also, sure. I am surprised that Ma- uh, Top Gun Maverick didn't make it in because yeah. I wouldn't have been shocked if you just saw in like a fun fact that Tom Cruise filmed his own shots or some <laughs> shit like that. It's so like that's messed up. Yeah. Yeah. I don't care about the cinematography. I don't yeah. I haven't seen these.
0: Best production design. Again, all quiet on the Western Front. Avatar, The Way of Water, Babylon, Elvis and the Fablemans. I think it's going to go to Babylon that's yep that's what my pick is
1: yep uh, haven't seen that one um
0: Babylon I back that up best sound all quiet on the western front Avatar the way of water the Batman Elvis and Top Gun Maverick I do like that the Batman and Top Gun Maverick are here but not uh I don't really know it might give I might go to Top Gun here I thought they had really good sound
1: yeah I mean I want to give it to Avatar I haven't (laughs) seen it but I just think it should start winning something yeah (laughs) uh yeah I'll defer. I'll give it a Top Gun here. Uh, I don't. I'll, I bet you it's going to go to All Quiet in the Western yeah. Front. I wouldn't even bet. I'm going to say that one's going to win. <laughs> okay. Just to hedge uh, the snubs and dubs official
0: bets here. <laughs> <laughs> Our best original song. Applause from Tell It Like a Woman by Diane Warren. Hold My Hand from Top Gun Maverick by Lady Gaga. Lift Me Up from Black Panther Wakanda Forever by Rihanna. Natu Natu from RRR. Music by M.M. Kiravina. And this is a life from everything, everywhere, all at once. Music by Ryan Locke, David Byrne, and Mitski. That was a surprise. I, I know a lot of people were thinking that Ciao Papa from Pinocchio, Gilma del Toro's Pinocchio, which I also haven't seen, would get in. And I feel like the consensus is that Natu Natu from RRR is going to win. I have not seen RRR yet. That's on my list. Uh, but uh, a lot of people were excited that that one got in. And I'm not really a huge fan of Hold My Hand or Lift Me Up. Uh, I think that they're fine songs, but I don't think that they're all that interesting. So, sure. Not to not to. Yep. Sure.
1: Not to, <laughs> okay. not to. Second, right. it. I don't know these.
0: Yeah. Best original score. All Quiet on the Western Front, of Babylon, the Banshees of Inishirin, Everything Everywhere All at Once, and the Mint, Where the fuck is the Batman?
1: Yeah, that's messed up.
0: Yeah. Oh, fuck. The Batman got snubbed all over the place that's here. That's
1: insulting. Yeah.
0: I would have given it to that, but I think... Uh, I feel like I'm going to go with Babylon here. It had a really good score and I couldn't really place the score for the other three or the other four, namely because I haven't seen one of them. Uh, but yeah, I'm going to go with Babylon here. Yeah, I should watch Babylon. This is sounding well, like a good,
1: this is sounding like a cleanup kind of movie.
0: Babylon. I don't know the scores for the other ones. I don't yeah. know, they're there. Babylon's going to be a technical sweeper, I think. Yeah. Uh, because it really did look great and the produ- like all the, the stuff that went into the production of it is great. I just don't think it's overall a great movie. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's just a lot of technical stuff going on there. I'm going to skip the shorts because I don't think we had anything to say about it. And I'm also going to skip documentary because I don't really have anything to give to that, but best international feature all quiet on the Western front, Argentina, 1985 close EO and the quiet girl. I haven't seen any of these. Uh, I'm sure they're all great. Argentina, 1985, won an award recently, but I do think if, because all quiet is nominated for best picture, it'll win. Yeah, I do know that a uh, decision to leave was something that a lot of people just assumed would be nominated. And it might have been something that a lot of voters just assumed would be nominated. So hmm. they were just like, oh, I'll just give it to somebody else. And, then, yeah. you know, I'm sure it'll get in. But um, that was a bit of a surprise. Uh, I'll just move on. Best animated feature film. Uh, Del Toro's Pinocchio. Marcel, the Shell with shoes on. Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. The Sea Beast and Turning Red feel Like, this is gonna go to Pinocchio. I haven't seen it yet either, but uh, I do like Puss and Boots here. I thought it was a, a great film,
1: yeah. Um, Marcel the Shell with Shoes on. I do feel like we we're running out of steam because like, <laughs> I remember I've seen the YouTube video it was based yeah. on, and I remember when it came up, like, oh, no way they made that a movie, and then I never heard anyone going to watch it <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> yeah, and I don't know, Turning Red was fine. I'm also going to back Pinocchio because that's a movie that I actually know of people who have gone to see it. Yeah.
0: And I'm going to do a nice big Netflix binge soon because yeah. I got to watch All Quiet and Pinocchio. Um, all right. Into the big ones. Best Adapted Screenplay, All Quiet on the Western Front, Glass Onion, A Knives Out Mystery, Living, Top Gun Maverick, and Women Talking. Uh, that is the first mention of Women Talking, which is a Best Picture nominee. But I do like that Glass Onion is here. Mm-hmm. Interesting that Top Gun Maverick is here. Uh, if I could see if this one wins, I could see a lot of people getting concerned. I mean, not necessarily concerned, but like thinking that it could win Best Picture. Yeah. Um. So I think keep an eye out for that because I know there's a lot of enthusiasm for Top Gun Maverick, myself included. I really love it. It's really great. Um. I might go. It's probably going to be women talking. Like that's not, I ha- I haven't seen that yet, uh, but just from like the buzz going around it right now, I feel like that's going to be the one to win. I would be happy with giving it to Glass Onion, but I'm for my actual prediction. I think it's going to go to women talking.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to buck the train here. I think Top Gun Maverick has a good shot at it.
0: All right, cool. Best original screenplay, the Banshees of Inisherin, everything everywhere, all at once, the Fablemans, Tar and Triangle of Sadness. Uh, these are all good movies. Uh, and with all interesting stories, I think The Fablement is probably the most basic. Yeah, um, Tar is a really good screenplay. Uh, I just found it a little bit slow of a movie. And it had a great performance from Kate Blanchett. So it really elevated that uh, material. But I feel like it's going to go to everything everywhere here. It could go to Banshees.
1: Those are the two. I don't know where it's going to go. And that's going to be a massive weigh in yeah. for what wins Best Picture.
0: Yeah. If at this point, Everything Everywhere hasn't won anything, I would be very interested to see how it goes. Uh, obviously, they're not going to announce it in this order that we're mm-hmm. doing it here, but um, that is going to be a, a big tell. Uh, I, I'm going to predict Everything Everywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, just cause I think that's what well, my later prediction will be. I think it's going to win best picture. And I think that's going to be its package to best picture, but Banshees is going to be close. I think because mm-hmm. it is a screenplay like that is a fucking screenplay. It is. I don't know. And I'm in the same way where like, I would like
1: everything everywhere to win, but I'm not going to be shocked. Maybe a little disappointed if Banshees wins. Mm. I'm gonna I'm gonna say everything everywhere. I do want it to win, so I'm gonna positive affirmation yeah. into existence.
0: <laughs> Best supporting actress: Angela Bassett for Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. Hong Chow in The Whale. Carrie Condon in The Banshees of Inisherin. Jamie Lee Curtis in Everything Everywhere All at Once, and Stephanie Shu for Everything Everywhere as well. Uh, that, that that's the sequel to Everything Everywhere All at Once, by the way. Everything Everywhere as well. As yeah. well, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> everything else too. Yeah. I think this is where Angela Bassett's going to win. So far, she's surprisingly been sweeping. Hmm. Uh, And I get that that's going to be a good Oscar moment, especially since Chadwick Boseman winning was not an Oscar moment that actually happened. Uh, And so it's interesting to consider Oscar moments when considering what wins. I do think Angela Bassett was actually really great in Black Panther. But I liked Carrie Condon a lot in Banshees, and I even liked Hong Chao a lot in The Whale. She was the nurse. Yeah. Um, And so I wouldn't maybe go in that direction, but I'm going to predict Angela Bassett.
1: Yeah, I haven't seen Black Panther. I don't plan on seeing it. I'm not going to be shocked if it gets a win. Yeah. I don't know if any of the ones are moving me that strongly. Carrie Condon I'd be fine with. Mm -hmm. Hong Chao I'd be surprised with, but happy with. And then I don't know about the everything, everywhere, all at once actresses. I don't yeah. think they're going to take it. So press is elimination, probably mm. Angela.
0: Yeah, I like that they're both there, but I don't think either of them were as strong as Michelle Yeoh or uh, no. uh, Kihi Kwan. Yeah, who, uh, like they kind of outshine. I do like Stephanie Hsu, but I and I do like Jamie Lee Curtis, but I don't think either of them are going to win here.
1: I wonder if like just putting Jamie Lee Curtis in there even kind of hurts Stephanie Hsu because then you're kind of like, oh, it's just both of
0: them. So, yeah, whatever. I feel like they should. I don't know. Does Jamie Lee Curtis need to be there? I didn't think so. Me neither. I never really thought that she would be there. No, I'm She's, surprised that she is. It, it is a bit surprising because she... Like, her role is quite minor in Yeah, everything, everywhere. Like, she does have, like, one little bit with the hot dog fingers like that's Mm -hmm. where they like i think a lot of her emotional performance comes out but stephanie shu has the more yeah like varied emotional range in that movie and i think that jamie lee curtis just campaigned it into existence it was kind of just like comedic relief i'm surprised she's there i think stephanie
1: shu maybe could have gotten
0: there alone and maybe stand stronger but i don't know best supporting actor Brandon Gleason for the Banshees of Inishirin, Brian Tyree Henry in Causeway, Judd Hirsch in the Fablements, Barry Keoghan and the Banshees of Inisherin, and Kihi Kwan and Everything Everywhere all at once. You would be a fool at this point to say that anybody but Kihi Kwan is yeah. going to win. He has been sweeping everywhere, except I do like Banshees Boys. I think the Banshees Boys were pretty good.
1: Yeah, I but, thought they were pretty good, but if you're not taking Kihi Kwan, you're both factually and um, <laughs> like
0: opinionally wrong. So yeah. Plus, stop. I just want to see him win. And honestly, Me too. That'd be point. so sweet. He's he's a great guy. Yeah. All right. Best actress: Kate Blanchett for Tar, Anita Armas for Blonde, Andrea Riseborough for Two Leslie, Michelle Williams for The Fable Mints and Michelle Yeoh for Everything Everywhere All at Once. This was a huge surprise to see Andrea Riseborough, who you have never heard of. i <laughs> <God, sure. laughs> No, because <laughs> I hadn't really heard of her or Two Leslie until this point. But I guess it was a very like grassroots, almost underground campaign where she was just going to people's houses and talking to them and like having her friends support her, like like targeting specific Academy members to like motivate them to vote for her. Crazy. I guess it is a good performance. I haven't seen this movie as have a lot haven't a lot of people, but I it was very surprising, especially since I haven't seen this either. But Till was a movie. I forget her name. Daniel Deadweiler was uh, kind of an easy put in here because she just had as as far as I've heard a great performance until, but I do think it's basically a toss up between Michelle Yeoh and Cate Blanchett. Mm-hmm. Now there is like again this the narrative thing. Cate Blanchett this would be her third Oscar I think second oh. or third. Gee, her cabinet's you <laughs> <more. laughs> put one and more and the shelves are gonna collapse. Yeah, whereas this would be Michelle Yeoh's first. Yeah, um, but. I do think that Kate Blanchett gave a really good performance in Tar. Is it better than Michelle Yeoh? I don't know. They, I think they're pretty equivalent. I think Kate Blanchett's performance is a little more nuanced mm-hmm. because her character is written to be a little bit more complicated. Yeah. So that is maybe to her benefit. And as we saw last year with the whole Chadwick Boseman thing, or was it last year? It was two years ago at this point. I'm not yeah. sure. Yeah. Anyways, the Chadwick Boseman versus Anthony Hopkins thing where they left it to the end of the show to give the big award, make the big award, not even be best picture, but give Chadwick Bozeman after a previously passing that year, I think it was 2020 to give him the award and have a big, nice moment at the end of the night. And they give it to Anthony Hopkins. And so like, you can't rely on moments necessarily <laughs> yeah. because they could just not happen. Even though like the, the producers of the show might write for them to happen it might just be somebody else at the end of the day. And so I could just be Cate Blanchett.
1: The Academy's not scared to let you down. Yeah. Don't ever bet on them impressing you.
0: <laughs> yeah. I want it to be Michelle Yeoh. And so I'm going to say Michelle Yeoh. I'm yep. going to will that into existence. I want her to win. I love Cate Blanchett. I think she did a great job, but I I feel like she, she had her moments. <laughs> <laughs> Give it to somebody else.
1: Share. Uh, Well, after that, I can't win because I haven't seen Time. And I know it's going to be down to those two, so I'm not
0: too sure. All right. Best Actor. Austin Butler for Elvis. Colin Farrell, the Banshees of Inishirin. Brandon Fraser the Whale. Paul Mescal for Aftersun. And Bill Nighy for Living. I think at this point, after the precursors have kind of come and gone, uh, Austin Butler, Colin Farrell, and Brandon Fraser are almost in a three-horse race here. I think Brandon Fraser is still going to win, though. I think that he gave... The biggest performance of the three of them uh-huh. having not seen Elvis. Because he was the largest. <laughs> okay, that's not what I meant, but thank you. Um, um, I think, yeah, he just had the most emotional performance, like especially that one scene that you'll see in the trailer where he's like, you know, I have to do one thing good in my life, that moment. Again, I haven't seen Elvis yet. I'm sure Austin Butler's amazing, though. Colin Farrell was great in Banshees, but I think that performance is. Is very like I don't know. It's it's hard to s- describe it really. To me, he nailed just being a guy. Yeah, and I don't think that
1: makes a very huge like best actor win.
0: True, and so I feel like with the comeback again narrative uh, and just giving an all around great performance, I feel like it's gonna go to Brendan Fraser which would be a nice night.
1: Yeah, I would agree. That would be a really good storyline that my heart will be shattered if it doesn't happen. Yeah. Um, I don't really want Colin Farrell to win. Mm. He was very good in what the role was, but he's just a dude. He's a guy. <laughs> yeah. You
0: see 12 those Colin Farrells on the street every day. Yeah. And Colin Farrell I feel like he's just an actor that's going to win eventually. Yeah. And this is just adding to that tally in a kind of a Leonardo DiCaprio situation where like he's just giving strong performance after strong performance and getting nominated, but not winning that year. I feel like it's going to happen for him eventually. Oh, eventually. And I feel like Brandon Fraser is capturing this kind of moment here. So uh, I want to give it to him. Best Director, uh, Daniel Kwan and Daniel Scheiner, aka The Daniels, for Everything Everywhere All at Once, Todd Field for Tar, Martin McDonough for The Banshees of Inisherin. Ruben Ostlund for Triangle of Sadness, and Steven Spielberg for The Fablemans. Now, I feel like if Everything Everywhere is as successful as people are thinking it might be, The Daniels will win here. But... I feel like some of the Academy Academy members given the content of the Fablemans might give it to Spielberg. here.
1: Oh, I hope not. Like, I yeah, hope not either. I think it was a very competently directed movie. But I don't think this movie has any life outside of this year. I don't want it (laughs) to win. I do want it to be the Daniels.
0: I think I want it to be the Daniels too because it's their sophomore feature and it's a weird fucking movie and they're weird fucking guys and they think they're making great interesting movies. And like, okay. This came out right
1: when, like, a lot of pandemic restrictions were being lifted. Yeah. This was a huge risk that turned successful. This, like, paved the way for movies to come back. Like, this deserves so much respect.
0: Plus, like, the fact that their visual effects department was, like, seven or eight people and the stuff that they pulled off in camera and the decisions they made to make that movie be as effective as it was, like, that's all down to their directing. And I feel like everything everywhere is not what it is without their vision behind it and the efforts that they had together. And I think Steven Spielberg, you know, as great as he is, could have done this movie on autopilot. Like, and so I, I hope it's not Steven Spielberg. I, if, if that happens, it's going to be like a, for fuck's sake, type of Mm -hmm. moment. And so I hope it's the Daniels. And I think that's what I'm going to pick.
1: I think emotionally, I really want Brendan Fraser to be best actor. So in order to get something that I want, I'm going to make them a deal. They can give (laughs) Steven Spielberg best director, but they need to respect best actor goes to Brendan Fraser.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. And finally, best picture has 10 nominees. All quiet on the Western Front. Avatar: The Way of Water. The Banshees of Inisherin. Elvis. Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. The Fablemans. Tar. Top Gun. Maverick. Triangle of Sandness, And Women Talking. I think these are all good picks. I don't see anybody getting that too like too mad about anything in particular. Obviously, I haven't seen Elvis yet. I'm sure I'm not gonna like it. I feel like everything is pointing towards Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Mm-hmm. But I I could see. Things switch to go towards Top Gun Maverick.
1: Uh, That's my rogue pick is Maverick. But I also think it's going to be everything everywhere. Mm -hmm. I'll be a little sad if it's Banshees
0: yeah lie. <laughs> yeah i'll be even more sad if it's fablemans because god uh, uh, yeah i
1: don't know about that it, i don't think it will be they can't hurt us that
0: badly <laughs> uh you never know with the rank choice uh because some people might really love everywhere thing everywhere and some people might really hate it that's so, true yeah i don't know um and with the fablemans it's like it's it's kind of easy to be in the middle about it yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm happy with it going to everything everywhere, but I would also be happy with it going to Top Gun because I think what Top Gun did in that, like, last summer was unseen yeah. for, like, a long time. And obviously, now it's being almost shadowed by Avatar in the sense that Avatar has already outgrossed it uh, mm-hmm. in in that international marketplace. But... I think that the moment that it created and how long it was in theaters and how many people it brought in and in again and the people that weren't going to cinemas that went out to go see Top Gun, like it was a good moment for cinema.
1: Yeah. Honestly, people that I know that haven't seen movies in years saw Maverick like twice.
0: Yeah, exactly. It was just, it decided to be rad as hell. Exactly. And so while I love everything everywhere, Uh, And I would be happy with it picking with it being the pick. And that's what I'm going to predict. I'm going to predict everything everywhere. I would also be okay with Top Gun Maverick. I don't think any of these other ones have that much of a chance. I don't see Avatar getting it, especially when the first one didn't all Quiet on the Western front, I think is probably going to be a good movie that is nominated because it's technically good and is a really well-made movie, but I don't know if it had the cultural impact that either everything everywhere or Top Gun did. So I don't, think it's going to be anything but those two and i think it's going to be everything everywhere so yeah i'm going to 1a everything everywhere all at once 1b top Top gun gun. yeah cool well that wraps up our predictions hopefully we're not too egregiously wrong we'll find out on March 12th you can check back to this afterwards to see just how wrong we were no we'll delete it if we're wrong (laughs) (laughs) this only survives if we had some redeemable picks in here (laughs) but hopefully it's a good Oscars maybe a little less slappy we got Jimmy Kimmel hosting so hopefully that's at least entertaining I think the last time he hosted was the year that Moonlight was called instead of or La La Line was called instead of (laughs) Moonlight and so that was let's go (laughs) it'll be interesting
1: Every time an announcer is announced, a winner is announced,
0: give it five seconds. Yeah. Just in case. <laughs> All right, but that wraps it up. So follow us on social. You know, we'll be back sometime. Bye. <laughs> Bye for now.